Did you know Super Awesome Mix has an app? Go to the Apple App Store today and download Super Awesome Mix. It's free. You could start creating and sending your own digital mixtapes in just a few clicks. Also, there's links to our Instagram account and a link where you can follow your favorite podcast. Speaking of which... Welcome back to another Super Awesome Mix. My name is Matt Sidholm, alongside my co-host and co-founder of Super Awesome Mix, Samar Abusalbi. Samar, how are we doing this week? I'm doing really well. Um, I actually wanted to follow up on our Halloween episode from a couple weeks ago. Oh, okay. Um, I realized we never we, we never follow up on a discussion we have in, a, in, a, in an episode, so I just want to do that. We do not. We do not. We do not. There's a lot of hanging things out there. So I started watching What We Do in the Shadows, and I absolutely love it. So thank you so much for that. Um, oh, that great. Yes. Oh, yes. it's a brilliant show. Yeah. They just, I think they just finished up season three. And yeah, um, yeah oh, it just keeps getting better. And um, yeah, no, definitely worth everybody's time. And again, if you're if you want to be into Halloween stuff, but nothing too scary and something maybe a little right. sillier, this is definitely worth your time for sure. It's right. It's like so witty and campy. It's like it's like a vampire workplace comedy. I can't. I mean, it's basically. Yeah, like it I is. It's it. like The Office, but with vampires. Maybe that's with the vampires. best way to describe it's, it. It's yes. So good. <laughs> so yeah, thanks for that recommendation. But let's get on to to today's recording, which, um, as always, I am genuinely really excited about. Um, why don't you cue us up? Who do we got here? Yeah. Our guest today, she is the director of education at the Stax Museum of American Soul Music in Memphis, Tennessee. And in 2019, she was named to the Memphis Business Journal's list of 40 business leaders under the age of 40. She is Kimberly Hooper Taylor. Kimberly, welcome to the show. Thank you guys for having me. No, thank Super excited to be here. Yeah, thank you. I. Uh, it's funny, this all came about because I went to Memphis. Uh, on a on a weekend a couple months ago and i realized i've i've been to the civil rights museum there i've been to graceland so i was kind of looking for other things to do in memphis and i came across the stacks museum and i said well you know what i mean first of all it was an awesome museum it's it's an amazing thank you you. it's at at the original stacks museum uh location right stacks records stacks records excuse me yes (laughs) now it's museum it was stacks records (laughs) Right, that's yes, how that usually works. Was <laughs> <laughs> a museum yes, first. Site. <laughs> it started as then, a museum, then became a working facility. It actually went the reverse direction. Yeah. Yes, our campus is really unique. We do have um, an after-school music program next door, and we have a six through twelfth grade um, charter school behind us. So we really um, push out and perpetuate this this legacy of soul music. So I'm glad you guys were able to stop by. Yeah, no, it was uh, it was really cool to to take the tour there, and uh, and so yeah, so I reached out to you guys and said, hey, you guys should come on the show, and we should just talk stacks music, and uh, and you guys said yes, amazingly. So I was very thankful for that. Uh, we like stuff like this. This is easy. <laughs> no, this is great. Yeah, you guys definitely love the music, and there is just so much music uh, to love. So, um, yeah, I mean, without yeah. further ado, let's get into the mix. 
Yeah, I mean, I I was not familiar because um, again, I this this show has been me learning a lot about music, which has been one of the things I really love about doing this. Um, you know, now that we're this many months in, and so I didn't know about Stax Records. Um, obviously, went and re- did my research and kind of learned a lot. And then you put together this mix of a bunch of artists that came through Stax Records. Um, and it's incredible. I mean, like there is just so many legends that um, have recorded there. Uh, and we're going to kick off with track one, um, So I Can Love You by The Emotions. So tell us about this one. Oh, my goodness. So I'm surprised that one is number one. Okay, so The Emotions are, for me, so just like you guys, I did not grow up on sex records. Um, I am an 80s baby, so I came up <laughs> in the 90s hip hop. So I had to, to truly, truly learn like what this is. And so it's a beautiful thing to kind of be in it, but also kind of have the perspective of bridging inter- intergenerational gaps, too. That's pretty much my job. So the emotions I was familiar with because of their songs like Boogie Wonderland with Earth, Wind, and Fire. Um, they have some of those classic hits. Um, Best of My Love, too, so, right? Yes, like seriously, best yes. of Um And so songs like like So I Can Love You come up when you're working at Stacks and you're like, you know what, that song speaks to my heart. So this is kind of why I pick the emotions. They're like some of those unsung artists on the label, but once you really get into their catalog, you're like, okay, this is deep, this is rich, and it expands. Like it's across decades, so that's why I chose this song. Yeah, you're going to hear me say this a lot throughout this mix, which is just that there's so many beautiful voices, um, being, you know, and it's like, and just lyrically, that's amazing. I mean, it's like still in that time period where like the lyrics kind of, you know, they were storytelling. They meant something that you could yes. like follow them. And, and, and there was like a cohesive narrative um, as opposed to like what would later happen in music, which is fine. I'm not judging, but, you know, this was that time period. Um, so, yeah, I mean. I love this opening, so soulful, like such a great opening, like smooth opening to this whole mix. Um, yeah, I mean, what can you say about, about any of these? They're all so, so amazing. Yeah, so that song was produced by Isaac Hayes, and your second track is, I mean, just unbelievable. Isaac Hayes, Do Your Thing, this is off the Shaft soundtrack, and the full version is 20 minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> I looked down at my phone at one point. I was like, is this a safe song? Are we still going? We can do the, the three-minute version. Um, so we really love Isaac here, like, a lot, a lot, a lot. Um, you can see, if you can see me here, I'm wearing this Isaac t-shirt. Yes. Um, but Isaac, when he was, a, first he was a songwriter here at the label. And um, when the label lost their catalog to Atlantic, um, once they got out of their first deal, distribution deal, um, they... Started. They had this three-week campaign to produce um, 27 albums and 30 singles, and they put them out in a weekend. And so Isaac was empowered to just create. And this is when you see this genius kind of come alive, and he goes from behind the scenes to in front of the scenes. And so I call it the pimped out era. But he eventually become comes into who, the Isaac that we end up knowing and loving, um, and he does tracks like Do Your Thing. So for me, um, I am from Memphis, through and through um and this song is so i have no other words but it's so pimped out um and you've been here so you've seen his cadillac like it's so isaac and like this is this is just decentralized that's what i was going to bring up i I, the the cadillac i mean that is just i mean this it's on it's on a turntable right so you just get the full 360 view of isaac hayes cadillac and i think i took some pictures so we'll try to post it to our instagram but I was like, this is unbelievable. <laughs> this was his car. 
<laughs> but it was so perfect, too. Like, you listen to this, yes. you hear all the stories about Isaac Hayes, then somebody tells you that's his Cadillac, you're like, yeah, of course it is. That's perfect. Of course it is. Yes. <laughs> but this is an amazing song. I mean, you talk about genius. I mean, musically, this thing, there's so many instruments. This, Like I said, this is off the Shaft soundtrack, which was mostly instrumental, but it was this, mm-hmm. obviously the title track, Shaft, and I think one other song that had some lyrics to it. But um, mm-hmm. And they cut it, this one down from 20 minutes to, like you said, there's a three-minute version they put on the radio. But, gosh, just an uh, amazing, <laughs> just an amazing musician. That is incredible. I, I also can nerd out over that big Cadillac because I, lo- I grew up loving cars. Um, you know, as a kid, just got really into it. And those things are just tanks. Like, I can't even believe that they moved at all. Like, <laughs> they're so massive. And they're just made out of steel. And it's just like, wow. It's crazy. And the number of people that just come here and just stand and just look at it. It's, it that's amazing, too. <laughs> I believe that. Literally and all. <laughs> awesome. Um, all right. Well, track three here. We've got Big Bird by Eddie Floyd. Um, absolutely love this song on the track. I think this might be one of my favorites. Um, just amazing rock elements to it. And, and yeah, tell us about this one. Um, so I, Eddie Floyd, actually stopped by uh, a few months ago. So they're getting up in age, our artists, a lot of artists who are still alive. And they're coming and you know, kind of doing these last tours and donating items to the museum, you know, so they can live here forever. Um, so it's always a pleasure to kind of really honor those ones who don't feel like they got they get the recognition that they they deserve. Um, We actually featured his song. It was done in our last Black History Month virtual tour. Um, A young artist, Liz Brasher, um, covered it. And that's when I was like, girl, what is that? And why did it sound so beautiful? And so you kind of see how it takes on new life um, in this generation for rock artists and what they do with their guitar when they play Big Bird. Um, But the story behind Big Bird, um, and it's kind of why I put it in my relationship mix, sad reason for writing it of course he wrote the song when he, they were waiting for um, their plane to take off to return back to Memphis for um, I mean to Georgia for Otis's memorial service after he um, died in the plane crash and the plane was experiencing some mechanical issues and so he wrote the song and so we're going to fly out this week me and my husband and so we're absolutely waiting uh, so the big bird for me is like let's hear it and go, go, ahead, go ahead and get into the sky and fly away and go do some things you know, with our family to celebrate our anniversary. Um, so that's kind of what I thought about when I uh, listened to Big Bird. Is just, let's get this show moving and let's go ahead and fly on out. It's been a long year, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. I love that. I Yeah, I love that tidbit that he wrote this while waiting for a plane because, you know, Matt and I have kind of talked about when artists write these amazing songs and, and these kind of, like, you know, random states in their life and, and how... Mm-hmm. I, it always forces me to reflect, like, what am I doing with that same amount of time? And so, you know, I'm just, like, playing, like, I don't know, just some random game, waiting on, <laughs> checking the clock every 15 seconds. Certainly not writing music. Uh, so it's just kind of amazing. Yeah, checking my fantasy football scores for the 19th time. Right. Still hasn't changed. I still lost. Still lost. Checking daycare apps. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, track four, uh, we go to I Forgot to Be Your Lover by William Bell. Okay. So first of all, I love William Bell. He's the first artist that I met when I started working here. He is the coolest thing you've ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) Like literally sunglasses and like he's like he's he's such a beautiful soul. My first selfie. So um, I was actually introduced to this song. It was sampled like my freshman year of high school by Jaheem. Mm. 
And so that's when I first heard the song, like 2002. Um, so to hear it in its original form, um, I was like, wait a minute, that's Memphis. Um, and so I kind of fell in love with it. Um, but the, the lyrics and I Forgot to Be Your Lover just really, really speak to relationships and just how we go through the day-to-day and just forget to do the simple things, the things that got us to this point, the holding the hands, the just saying, you know, have a nice day. Um, and that is what William, like William is speaking to my soul, even even back then. So he's speaking to me now. So that's kind of why I picked this song and why I love this song so much. Also why I love William so much. It's a great song. And you're right. It's kind of this consistent. You see this message a lot in love songs where it's like I kind of overlooked the person you're with, right? The person you're in a relationship mm-hmm. with. And uh, he mm-hmm. does a great job of expressing that. I also thought it was really odd that Billy Idol did a cover of this in like the mid 80s. And I didn't believe it was the same song, but I went ahead and looked it up because it's a different title. Billy Idol just called it To Be Your Lover. But it's this really weird synth pop version of this. I- I'm going to go ahead and declare <laughs> that William Bell did it better. But um, I know I'll probably get a lot of crap from all the Billy Idol fans out there. But, yeah, I'm going to give this one to William Bell. But really strange for Billy Idol to cover this song. Not strange at all. There are a lot of covers and a lot of samples that came out of sex records. Well, it's a great song. I'm not trying to discount that. It's just odd for a guy like Billy Idol to be like, I'm going to reach into the Stax record collection and redo one of those. Yeah, I don't know. Just didn't quite fit. But anyway, yeah. I haven't listened to that cover. Now I'm going to need to do that. Um, yeah, I'm very curious now. Um, speaking of covers, um, track five has a very famous cover, but I'm also going to go ahead and say that the original is not is is the winner for me, uh, which is What a Man by Linda Landell. Yes. Okay. Again, I told you, hip-hop buff coming into the sex museum. So you know I was introduced to this song through Salt and Pepper of all yes. people. Um, yep. And so when I heard the original by Linda Lindell, and I was like, first of all, this white girl is singing. That's first. Because we want to talk blue-eyed soul, too. And what was <laughs> that's happening right. at Stax that's Records. Right. Um, and so just the raw, gritty, southern, the richness in her voice as she belts out these tunes, she doesn't get enough credit because we gave it all to Salt and Pepper. <laughs> but I was right. like, listen, so Linda, and what is she doing with this track? But, I mean... What a Man is a classic, whether it is soul or or, or, or hip-hop. And it's the same message. I have a really good man, mm-hmm. and he's great. <laughs> and so I would pick this in any genre for sure, but I'm definitely picking Linda Lindell to be on my on my, my playlist. Yeah, yeah no, it's, it's, a, it's a great message. It's a great song. I kind of like the bass line in this a little better. I mean, it's so similar to the salt and pepper one, but but I like the original one. It's a little funkier. And uh, mm-hmm. you're right. You mentioned she's white, and she actually got she, she sang with James Brown, and she mm-hmm. um, she actually got death threats from the KKK once they she realized did. she was associating with black artists. And so that was, mm-hmm. I mean, that's an interesting. I was like, wow. I mean, that's that's some serious stuff. And just for singing we, on a record, mm-hmm. you know, that's crazy. And we talk about that often. We talk about, and that's just the the, the core of the stack stories. We talk about this integrated workforce and studio and then what was happening outside of our doors so Linda's no different than Booker T and the MGs and any of the other folks who were coming in this in the studio making music so yeah that was the you know part of the museum tour you get to see a lot of these artists um and I remember uh well the Blues Brothers you know if anybody's Mm -hmm. familiar with the you know the the 1980 movie uh the Blues Brothers uh 
you know, Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi and that one. And, and a lot of the people in their band were, you know, part of the Stax record family. Mm-hmm. So talk about Duck Dunn. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah Duck absolutely. Dunn. And yeah, I mean, it was just, it was remarkable that walking around and being like, yeah, that's it. So a lot of the inspiration for those guys, I think, came from a lot of the Stax artists. So Absolutely. Um, all right. So track six here, we're at the halfway point, And I, I just love the title of this song. I, really, I love everything about this song. Cheaper to Keeper by Johnny Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> um, you cannot, as I've stated, Memphis, 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 <laughs> in all of this good old history, um, Johnny Taylor is... I mean, there's Isaac and there's Johnny, and then I like to for tap for a second. So cheaper to keep her, just husband is just much cheaper to just <laughs> let me be um, before you let me go. That's just it is what it is. Um, and Johnny Taylor speaks facts, um, and so he he always has some bluesy instrumental uh, or influenced tune um, in all of his songs, whether it's his last two dollars, whether it is you know Jody's got your girl. Johnny has songs that are just like speaking to your heart but like the ruthless part of your heart so <laughs> cheaper to keep her for sure is like my my finger point and my husband <laughs> and i, I love I, lo- I love at the end of the song he literally just goes through a list of things you will have to pay for like this is really just a very <laughs> right. like logical hey guys let's think this out you got insurance you got your car payment i mean he's just listed i'm like this is amazing <laughs> i know i i you know i often will copy over lyrics that I really like and I realized that I was just basically copying over the entire song um, I would just read would just read the entire song out on air um, I'm not going to do that but the one that was my absolute favorite um, and they're also good but this one like you didn't pay but two dollars to bring the little girl home now you're about to pay two thousand to leave her alone you see another woman out there and you want to make a change she ain't going to want you because you won't have a damn thing <laughs> I just love that that's great <laughs> Yeah, fantastic track. Um, all right, track seven. I mean, you know, we've referenced him already on this. Um, the one and only Otis Redding, and you've got Try a Little Tenderness. I mean, it's a classic, um, and you can't even have a, any list of stacks without including Otis Redding. Um, that would be my pick for sure. Try a Little Tenderness is just a reminder to just be a little tender with her. Um she gets tired. She gets weary, you know. Uh, and the beautiful thing about all of Otis's songs, you know, prior to Sit on the Dock of the Bay is you have um, songs like this one that really speak to his, the musician in him and his ability to speak to the instruments. But also he was a master of like the soul and overdrive performances. So this very slow, steady build up and then this explosion of nothing but soul and I think that speaks a lot to just relationships it's a very like slow but steady wins the race and sometimes there are explosions of emotions um that just speak to your heart and so this song for sure is just a reminder of all things um it's spoken through Otis and he does start out you know it's a very tender song to start but I but I love by the end of it he's just screaming at us you know hey (laughs) Try a little tenderness. Like he's, he's really trying to drive home that message, which which I love. I mean, this is just an amazing song. I I didn't realize it had been written in the 30s, and there were a lot mm-hmm. of early versions. It was like Bing Crosby and Jimmy Durante did versions of this. But then Otis's version just took it to the mainstream. That, that's really what brought it to the forefront of people. And, and since then, 
all sorts of artists have tried to cover this song. I mean, it doesn't really compare to this, but um, it's, yeah, it's just an, the, an amazing song. The track that, um, when I when I started playing this, the other track that immediately came to mind is, this was sampled on, on Watch the Throne, Jay-Z and Kanye's album. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget exactly which track this was on, but I, I started playing this one. I was like, oh, right. Yes, of course. Because, <laughs> um, <laughs> again, you know, we'd mentioned that a lot of these have been sampled. Uh, and Kanye mm-hmm. sampled a, a whole lot, you know, um, from, mm-hmm. from this time period, from Motown and, and blues and, and all of that. So um, if you if you think you haven't heard this song, but you have listened to that album, you've absolutely mm-hmm. heard this song. Um, <laughs> because and- it's... It's just an amazing backing track there. And that's probably true of so many records in the Stax catalog that have probably, <laughs> people are probably familiar with a number of these songs just from yes. the samples, not in just mm-hmm. other R&B or rap songs now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the samples and the covers. It was, even when you mentioned Otis sampling this track, I thought, immediately thought about him um, doing Respect and then Aretha covering right. it. But yes. people are, they know hers. Yes, they don't right. know his. And so it's the same story over and over and over again. All right. So next up, track eight. We've got the dramatics with what you see is what you get. And love the message here. Um, <laughs> why would why did this one make the mix? I am who I am. Um, that's basically what I'm saying. Um, husband, some people are made of plastic. Some people are made of wood. And I'm about as real as it gets. And so this is just one of those things you have to remember, like, in the age of, like, social media and in the age of, like, all of this, I, I get to present myself authentically. I get to do that in my relationship. And that's pretty rare <laughs> in a lot of occasions these yep. days. Um I automatically think of the Watchstack soundtrack, and I can just see all of the ladies just, like, having fun in their little rumpers, um, headed to this concert, and the dramatics playing, you know, in the background. And so I always think of, like, fun times, too. Um, So this is why this track is on there. It's like, we like to hang out. We like to go out. But, you know, you're taking me out as me. This is what they're going to get. This is what you're going to get, too. So I couldn't couldn't resist putting the dramatics on there. And you referenced the Watchstack soundtrack. concert the performance i mean that was for those mm-hmm. that don't know this was like it was like a multi-day festival right in watts mm-hmm. in like a stadium where they had all yes. the stacks records artists out there right the heavy hitters at least 1972 so next year we'll celebrate the 50th anniversary of the of the festival um, but it was done in response to the watts rebellion of 1965 it was just to heal the community of watts um so stacks got out there they wanted to put their catalog out there and their their artists out there and um charge one dollar um, no incidents um, so over 110,000 African Americans just congregating um, and just and just living um, so this is just this is just one of those times that we won't even be able to get back but it's one of those things that you just watch and you go my god what a, what a time to be alive that's incredible I love that um, all right track nine um, which I didn't recognize the title but then i hit play and i was like of course i do know this song um great song mr big stuff by gene knight and immediately whenever i read mr big stuff i just immediately follow with like who do you think you are you know singing it it's so good (laughs) do you also do like the motions um of course yeah (laughs) so i love this track it is literally a signature track here at stacks the academy performs it all the time um we hear it kind of everywhere. It's in commercials. Um, but if you listen to the lyrics, it has nothing to do with my relationship. <laughs> but it does have to do with, like, um, 
I thought about this song or I used this song because I was thinking about social media um, and how people will hop in your inbox or in your DMs and they want to convince you that, you know, oh, I have exactly what you want. Um, right. and so it's like a um, it's like a response to that, um, you know, no, I'd rather date the poor guy <laughs> who has nothing than you, you know, Mr. Show Off with your pretentious self. Um, so it's, it's, it's that same thing that I've just kind of like adapted for 2021. Um, but it's a, it's a classic from the, the big guy on the album cover that just took a photo for them. Like, everything about this is just classic. Um, and G Knight, is, is, she's amazing. That's a great analogy to kind of the social media era because, yes, right, <laughs> people always try to make themselves out to be more than they are. And, and yeah, you know, G Knight's there to knock them back down a peg. Um, <laughs> I also love, I, didn't, I had never made the connection before because I'm familiar with Groove Me by King Floyd. And uh, I, I read up that Groove Me and Mr. Big Stuff were recorded in the same session. And when Groove Me came out and became a big hit for King Floyd, that's when the, this kind of pushed up because they were like, everyone loved this sound. And I had never made the connection before that those two songs have such a similar sound. But um, they do, and they kind of piggybacked off each other uh, for, mm-hmm. for great success. Yeah. So we get to track number nine now no no track 10 sorry um we've got i love the title here g whiz look at his eyes by carla thomas and beautiful voice from carla thomas and this sounded to me it's it's from 1961 but immediately what popped into my head was kind of that 1950s kind of motown-ish sort of sound um and it was just out of that decade but but i love the sound of this one so Carla has one of the most unique voices on the, to me, on the Stacks roster. Um, she was the first person to come around the corner when they heard about this location from their mailman, her and her father, Rufus Thomas. Um, and she had written a song in her, her journal, because <clears throat> I love you. And that's what got Stacks, um, the attention, caught the attention of, of Jerry Wexler over at Atlantic uh, Distribution. Um, but this song, it just reminds me of Carla's, like, songwriting skills. She writes in a very, like, I have a crush on you. It's very daydreamy. Her voice is very 50s. You're not wrong. Um, um, she's she, she's from the, she could have easily been a Motown singer. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, she, still, she still comes around. She lives in the neighborhood. So it's always beautiful to see Carla Thomas. Um, but this song, I actually chose this song, not about a crush, but I chose it because my, my life is beautiful. It's gee whiz. We have two beautiful sons. I have a three-year-old and a one-year-old. And they are an absolute reflection of, of our relationship. And so when I think gee whiz, look at his eyes. Um, it's like the angels sing. She has all these beautiful lyrics. Um, I have my late parents. I just think of all of these things at plates have created these beautiful blessings in these little boys. I can look in their beautiful eyes as like it's a beautiful manifestation of the love in our relationship. So gee whiz takes on another meaning for me um, too. And I can do that because I'm sitting here in these, in this, in these songs all day, <laughs> but that's what I think about uh, when I think about gee whiz, look at his eyes. Is real music dying? What even is real music and who are we to judge that? Well, my father is a lifelong musician and together we've been making music for over a decade. In our new podcast, we dare to ask the urgent, the weird and the deep questions. And we have a lot of wild stories to tell. No matter what genres you enjoy, whether you're a musician, a producer or a listener, we invite you to discover unconventional perspectives on music. So tune in 
and go follow Mad Makings of Music wherever you listen to podcasts. That's beautiful. I, I really love that. I And I agree. I mean, I, I just thought this is such a so just like a cute song and I don't mean that in a diminutive way I mean that in like a very like sweet way it's very cute it's very simple it's very but it's sweet. like yeah it's very sweet uh it's it's beautiful I I um I really enjoyed listening to it and, and I agree with the two of you just an absolute gorgeous voice that was my number one immediate note I wrote listening to this uh truly truly special but, and she still um, sounds like that by the way oh that's awesome <laughs> nice yeah when they come by you've mentioned a couple artists just kind of popping in I mean, is this for mm-hmm. specific appearances, or do they just like stopping in at the old stomping grounds? Like, what is the context there? I feel like we could talk all day about the stories of <laughs> artists that have been here and the ones that still call the number because it's the same number from the 60s. Oh, um, wow. <laughs> Carla lives in the neighborhood, so she she frequents the place. Um, I'll, I'll say that. Okay. <laughs> and a lot of the other artists... <laughs> A lot of the other artists um, just kind of will, will stop through. They have concerts. They want to kind of, you know, see the kids and they perform. But, I mean, it's open doors for all the artists. And some, we, we really try to give them their flowers while they're still here, um, especially those who didn't get their royalty flowers while they, mm-hmm. while they were here. Um, we really try to make this a, a place where they, can, where they feel welcome. Um, and they're always welcome. So they, they always come through. That's awesome. That's great. They can come by and remember the days of it being just a humble museum for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Had to mess with you, Matt. That's good. That's called a callback in the industry. That's well done. That's well done, Samer. We're getting better at broadcasting. <laughs> it's all coming together. All right. Um, track 11 here um, is, a, is another beautiful one. Uh, you put the sunshine back in my world by the newcomers. Okay, so I came across this gym when I was putting together this mix. I was like, hey, boss, any recommendations for love songs? <laughs> and he was like, hmm, so many, so many, so many. And then I came across the newcomers, and I don't know, it's something about the way they say girl, 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 girl. I don't know what it is, but it just reminds me of my husband. I don't know. Um, and so I picked this song. Um, it's so simple um, and so sweet and so, like, it's so 60s. Uh, <laughs> But it's like my husband's grateful for me. He doesn't always know how to show um, say it, but he definitely knows how to show it. And it's like I'm grateful that, you know, what I thought was happening in my life wasn't exactly what happened. And, you you know, you brought this love. I'm bragging on myself, by the way. Um, and so this, this song here is a tribute to myself on behalf of my husband. That is fantastic. That's great. I like that kind of addition to the mix, you know. Brag on yourself yeah, a little bit. That is well done. <laughs> um, all right, wrapping it up here. Track 12, you've got Love Can Be So Wonderful by the Tempreeds. And this was a trio I was not familiar with, but then dug in, found out one of the tri- one of the three was Larry Dotson, who was later the lead singer of the Bar K's, who I am familiar with. So I was like, whoa, okay. This is a, I, I like kind of finding things like that, little connections between the musical groups. But this is a great song in and of itself. And that's really it. <laughs> um, this this song, it's it's probably one of the it's like the emotions that you have the temperies. It's something about these groups here at Stacks when they get together, and I don't know if it's the, the harmonies, like it's everything about it. Um, 
just puts your soul in this in this beautiful place and the, the the title itself speaks for itself love can literally be so wonderful like between a boy and a girl or whatever um it's it's so it's so it's i don't know it's so beautiful and it's yes larry dotson also barcase and then he went off on his own for a little bit but he and james alexander still around but still making beautiful music um and the song just needed to be included because it's it's a temporary and they also don't get their flowers when they need their flowers too but we recognize some of those um unsung artists and some of the beautiful contributions they made here at, at stacks records and so mm-hmm. of course on my playlist the song is beautiful it really is, and and it's such a perfect way to to end the mix. Really, I mean, it's just like yeah, you leave kind of between these two songs, um, you just kind of leave with a smile on your face. And and again, you know, I will repeat that it's been it's been so awesome um, as we've done this podcast. To you know, a lot of our our, our our people have come on and our guests have come on and put together either in nineties, eighties, and and the the aughts, and like you know, a lot of like modern music that is amazing. But then every now and then you we get a mix like this um, that kind of throws it back, and you realize like they're just straight lines to you know the music that we listen to today mm-hmm. um, and so you see the elements you see the evolution of it and and I I mean I have loved that and I'm so grateful that I've gotten the chance to kind of go back in time and listen to some of these songs and these these musicians that are so talented and absolutely are worth listening to so hopefully some of our, our listeners you know get to experience that too and and kind of find a whole new you know whole new decade of music that they can fall in love with and, and appreciate and, and speaks to them because I, I think a lot of these songs are universal um, and have these incredible messages. So thank you so much for putting together this mix. It's, it's, it was really a joy to listen to. I loved it. Thank you all so much for having me on here. And please note that none of what I said today is <laughs> joined by Concord or Stax Records or the Stax Museum. This is all me cracking all these jokes about pimped out cars um, and whatnot. Wonderful. So yes. um, I hope you guys have enjoyed it as much as I've enjoyed being here. <laughs> no, this has been great. Thank you so much. Now, um, share with the people out there if they want to find out more about you or Stax Records or the museum or the Soulsville Foundation, any of it. Where, where can they where can they look to find any of that? Oh my goodness, um, StaxMuseum.com is always a great place to start. We keep everything on there. Um, Stax Museum of American Soul Music on Facebook. I want to say it's Stax Museum on Instagram. And I want to say Stax Memphis on Twitter. Um, you can follow us at any of those. We like to keep it current. We are currently, um, we were, we received uh, Bob Abrahamian's 30,000 record collection. So we are beginning to kind of bring those in, but also showcase those to the public. Um, 2022 is a big year for us. Um, Isaac Hayes will be honored um, through Memphis in May, which will um, honor the country of Ghana in 2022. As you may or may not know, Isaac is an honorary king of Ghana. Um, wow, so we I will, did not um, know that. <laughs> we will highlight him in 2022, but also it's the 50th anniversary of Watt Stacks in 2022. Um, and then, of course, the Stacks Museum. Not records, Sex Museum. Museum. That's we'll right. Celebrate it's now 20, a museum. We'll celebrate <laughs> 20 years um, in 2023. So it's just a big campaign leading up to 2023. So we're excited. It's so much movement. It's so much action. And as always, so much music. So we're excited that y'all have like invited us in, but we're excited for whatever happens in the future. That is awesome. And yes, do yourself a favor. And if you're in Memphis, check out uh, the museum because, I mean, I could have stay there all day just it, just so many cool things and, and so much cool musical history there 
uh, definitely worth the visit. So thank you, Kimberly, for joining us again. And thank you for adding a super awesome mix to everyone's collection. You can find us on social media at super awesome mix. And uh, we will uh, be back again with another one. So for Kimberly and Samra, this is Matt, and we will see you next time. Super Awesome Mix is brought to you by DLM. Make shopping easy with DLM, the one-stop shop for all your casual clothing needs. Shop DLMSupplyCo.com and enter the promo code AWESOME at checkout to save 15% off your first purchase. That's DLMSupplyCo.com.